You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. We're going to get to it in just a second, but we have a quick announcement. Donate buttons. That's right. Not only can you guys support us by emailing the show, but you can also now finally uh, support the podcast directly. That's right. You get lots of free entertainment, free podcasts from us, and we enjoy doing it. However, we would love the podcast to continue, and a lot of people are working on it that basically donate their time. So if you feel like donating a dollar or a thousand dollars, and you can't get out to support us at a live performance, just go to StandUpNYLabs.com, click on Entertainment, and then click on the blue We Know Nothing logo. And there's a little pink button there that says donate. You can write in your donation, and we will thoroughly enjoy and appreciate that. And now, back to the show. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing. We're gonna start right now. Please, the energy's working. Don't. I hope it's recording because I'd love to start it with this audio. Hi, and welcome to We Know Nothing. I'm Anya Marina, joined by the very calm and sedate (laughs) Sam Morell and the handsome. Handsome and, and uh, well-dressed Phil, Phil Hanley. First off, this is a classic start to the podcast. And this isn't the way we Phil, start. We Phil start walk- with a hi, how are you to everybody? Phil <laughs> walks in, obviously late, that's a no-brainer, but he comes in with his little breakfast sandwich. The second he opens his breakfast sandwich, he, I just see Phil go, no, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> could, could there be a more appropriate start? <laughs> Phil complains, something's not right. After I switch seats with him, because his neck hurts when he sits in this seat and he has to look this way. I don't like to set up in the studio, man. Phil and I do not like being taped. and I, that's I'm not a fan. Ironically, because it should be Sam that doesn't want to be taped. Yeah. Right? I, I uh, I can't. It was stand mean. That was mean. Having my picture taken. Oh, I, I didn't mean to agree with that. Sorry. Oh. You know what? I this is I don't like either because like be, I'm getting tweets that I'm too mean to fill. Uh-huh. I got this one yesterday. This one really bothered me. I me saw find. this. I love that we're already trending on Twitter. Uh, we have four. I, but from uh, silly tree seven. I've been binge listening to We Know Nothing podcast from 2014. I'm at August 2015. I love them. Hashtag Phil Crush. Phil writes back. <laughs> hashtag Great Taste. Well, that's what you should have written. Something cuter. He writes back. Hashtag Phil Blush, which really upset Wait, me. Wait, he wrote back? Phil wrote that's hashtag adorable. Phil Blush. Oh, that's adorable. So I wrote back. Hashtag Sam Puke. <laughs> Yeah. And why, why would you puke at that? Yeah, why would Are you a homophobe? Yeah. No, I just, it's yeah. Phil. Not that it's, it's not that it's, no, at first um, off, it's a woman saying this about Phil, so it's not homophobic. You I, just I said resent he, you throwing that around. Excuse me. <laughs> you <laughs> said he said hashtag Phil Blush. Who is no. he? Phil. Oh, you replied? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Phil wrote that. <laughs> I, I like that Anya really tried that. to throw me under the bus with this yeah. shit. Like, I'm not getting enough hate okay. tweets. I respond, hashtag Sam Puke. I, I, I support that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. She writes back, Sam, I love you I too. Mean, too but sometimes you're mean to my Phil. Yeah. Mm, Anya, you're just lovely. Mm, hashtag Sam Jealous. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hashtag accurate. I like this. I can't wait for you to be done with your sandwich. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know. I'm, I, I, I apologize. No, I'm so sorry. It's good radio. I apolo- it's good radio if I get to shit on you for <laughs> no, it. Anya, 
I apologize to you because you're a professional. Sam, obviously, I don't know you and apology, but don't I, condescend to me. No, I'm like, serious. You are. Uh, Anya's a, uh, Anya. <laughs> Anya is a very professional. Look how handsome I, you are with I, your little beard. Thank you. I, 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 was, I don't like that you're focusing more on Phil than me right now. It's making me very upset. I, like I was trying to go t-shirt. and get a, a breakfast sandwich before the podcast. The, the one train was all messed up, and I was running late. And uh, <laughs> The one train's really been not working the last few weeks, huh, Phil? This is so relatable to our listeners oh, in Bangladesh. Sorry. Anyways, I'm eating on radio. I apologize. Um, Sam, you said you had a story for us? Uh, oh, that's a great, that's a really smooth cue there, Byron <laughs> Allen. Uh, all right, well, yeah. Remember Rachel. That's that was Incredible? Rachel. Was it That's Incredible? Well, I saw Phil on Friday at Gary's wedding. I had two weddings over the weekend. The toast, which you guys let me bomb, murdered. I crushed. Um, I crushed. And apparently no one wanted to follow me either. No wait, one, there were other no, comments? On Twitter? No. <laughs> this is, it's hurtful when he does this. No, uh, no, at the wedding, my dad was like, everyone's scared to follow you. Here's the really obnoxious thing, though. Some girl goes on before me, one of the, one of the bride's friends, and she gives a speech. She goes, ooh, uh... I got to keep this short because uh, the the groom's brother's coming on and he has another wedding to get to. It's like, wait, way to throw me under the bus. And here's the next thing. She didn't keep that it short. That was good, actually. She, she didn't keep it short either. I, she didn't keep it short. She went long. So then I they take an intermission before me. You're and talking then, about this wedding like it's in a comedy club. She went long. Yeah, she, they I, didn't light did you her. Light her? <laughs> I did. I, I, she didn't I know what it meant. So then I insult them for saying like they tried to <laughs> ice the kicker because it's like a timeout before a big field goal or something. Yeah. They take a, they take a you know, uh, I'm really annoyed watching you eat this dumb little avocado sandwich. Classic annoying Hanley. So Ice then, the kicker. So then, explain that to well, that's like a when there's a when there's a big field goal, you call a timeout to, so the kicker has to think about it. You know, oh. like he doesn't get to just go out and kick the field goal. They call oh, a timeout. Put him on ice. Put him on ice. Got it. I got ice water in my veins, baby. I wasn't scared at all. I go on. <laughs> you got ice. I crush. I get heckled. Right. And I and I slam the heckler. <laughs> Your grandma. <laughs> my, <laughs> my grandma's dead, Phil. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> Thanks for bringing up a really pleasant thing. She was a good woman. <laughs> We've got her on the line now. Let's Skype Sam's grandmother in. I uh, yeah. I have a great set. I run over to uh, <laughs> Gary's toast, wedding. You weirdo. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, you know which line killed the one where I said uh, how they started as uh, friends. They started as best friends. Then they became boyfriend and girlfriend. Now they're husband and wife. It's like every sitcom ever. Uh, they got together in season six, mm-hmm. and the writing's about to go downhill. <laughs> Huge laugh. Yeah, where were you when Jump I ran that joke by you, Jump Anya? the shark. I actually cut you off, so you, you did never cut me finished off. it. It was, um, that's a great joke. It is and really we had, I had a lot of big pops. Then we get to Veter's wedding. A Phil lot is of there. Big yeah, pops. I'm at the wedding. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Phil was, he was, he and his girl were shaking up the dance floor. I, what shaking I wanted to do. Up. What I wanted to do was, as they were slow dancing, I wanted to tap her <laughs> and say, may I cut in? And then just start dancing with Phil. That's cute. That would have been fun, right? Yeah, but they wouldn't let me do it. Hashtag I Anya Blush. the whole time. You were dancing. Oh, then, but the food, it was a, what an, an amazing, wonderful uh, wedding. It was a lovely time. We're all happy for our good friend Gary Veter, who's on the finals of America's Got Talent. I yeah. know, he's doing great. I have not seen his set, though, yet. I've been watching back episodes and I can't find him in there. Which one is he in? I guess it doesn't matter. I'll you can it. find him on YouTube if you really want to see it. Doesn't sound like Anya really tried that no, hard. I that. thought it was over. Wow. <laughs> it's, uh, Isn't there an African American gentleman who's kicking ass? Wow, you're oh. a racist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying. That's so about. Hard, that's way Sam. more racist than what I said was homophobic about Phil. So that's I'm throwing I'm throwing it back on you. Anya, um, the wedding. 
had a view of, of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, Gary's? Yeah, on the water. Uh, sun was setting. Uh, the food was delicious. Sam, you were a little bit late, but I was so delighted to see you. We, I really feel like wherever I go, the party actually starts, so I don't feel like I miss that much. Well, you're narcissistic, but yeah. <laughs> I, it, <laughs> no, it was, uh, no, it was a delight. You showed up right at the right time. We had fun. Phil and I started drinking some good scotch. Uh, we were all cracking up. His girlfriend called him Diff Phil Colt, which I loved. I thought that was really funny. Whose girlfriend? Uh, Phil's. That was a funny line. Oh, that was really good. That. I feel like I should have coined it. It's so clever. That's better even than Hanley Downs, which is your term. You that almost got the Swedish shirt. I didn't what? Think, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it fit me anymore, but I put it on today, and it looked uh, looked pretty good. So. How is it Swedish? Oh, it was made in Sweden. No, it was a really sweet shirt that I almost gave Sam. Oh, but I have a jacket for you, buddy. Phil Hanley. I call nice? him. Uh, I call this him. This is Hanley, Nikki Glazer's shirt. This is a Hanley Down. Is that no? No, but, um, but um, yeah, some. she she just puts stuff in piles of garbage bags, and then I pull it out and steam it, and it looks nice, right? Very nice. I think you look lovely. I think I would you. even go so far to say angelic. Wow, thank you so much. What is this? Was that the story you wanted to tell? No, here's the story. Here's the story. Okay. So we're at the wedding the next night. My brother's wedding. I had a full weekend of weddings. Yeah. Uh, beautiful wedding. My brother, the judge. Where uh, was it located? It was in uh, it was in Long Island City at a bar. And uh, they got married by a judge. Yeah. Oh, this is such a New York. The, my brother clerked for a judge for two years in New Haven, and she married them. And he went was, to Yale. No, he clerked for a judge oh, okay. in New Haven as a job. Got it. So whenever I'd visit New Haven, Can you, you explain come... clerk like you explained <laughs> ice in the kicker. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Shut up. No, I don't know what it's it like. You assist a judge, basically. Oh, okay. You know, and uh, and and uh, <laughs> my brother was long distance dating his girlfriend, or now my wife, but at the mm -hmm. time girlfriend. And so he'd have to commute back and forth to New Haven. And she kind of opened by saying, it's only appropriate that I kept Greg and Catesby apart, that I now bring them together. I thought that was a nice opening. Yeah. And she gave a great speech. It was so good. And she actually came to see me at the Village Underground on Sunday with her husband. Really? Yeah, the judge came out. The judge was satisfied. The judge was a woman? Yeah. Oh, oh wow! I know, <laughs> I know. I just put that together. Oh, I'm sorry. That's like that old joke, you know, like who, who's yeah. doing the surgery? The yeah. doctor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, someone doesn't think a woman's capable. It's right. you, not us. I know. That's not I thought it was obvious she was a judge. Listen, I'd say that's sexism. more of an antidote than a joke. Uh, God it's damn not, it! No, Phil. it's more than a. Well, I know. Okay, maybe for you. Yeah, that would be a close. <laughs> yeah, for you, it would be a closer. <laughs> Sorry. So then, I long night. My uncle and I are tying one on. He'll be happy. I think he listens to this uh, that I mentioned. Him, he's a he, handsome man. He is a handsome man. He can see where he gets it. Who does he look like if he, he were famous? Like Sam Morel. Yeah, if you're talking about a famous. Oh, like a, a bigger fan. Okay, like maybe <laughs> like, like a bigger uh, thing. Uh, yeah. Oh uh, no, we we actually look a decent amount alike. You he, do look alike. He's a he's a really fun guy. We uh, we were tying at. Also, he was hidden on the bar. We were jokingly hidden on the. He's newly divorced, so uh -huh. he's, he's he's cracking me up with just like divorced guy How old jokes. Is he? He's in his fifties. Okay, perfect. He uh, so he said beautiful uh, head of hair. He got a good head of hair and he, a mustache. And a good mustache. No, but he look. He look. Yeah, he's but he pulls it off. Like, oh, not like absolutely. Can pull off a mustache. He can pull no, off a mustache. No. Yeah, yeah. He pulls it off. And uh, we were at the bar, and the bartender said, uh, <laughs> "She, <laughs> she was kind of flirting with him." I was like, "He's a handsome man, right?" And she said, "He is a handsome man." I was like, mm? "And she," and he said, "This is my, this is my uh, salesman right here." And I said, "Samuel William Morris," <laughs> and she laughed really loud. And then we just kind of started cracking her up. And, uh, you know, I think he could have closed, but he was staying with my parents. And I was like, dude, nothing would make me happier than you waking up with this, like, this hot, voluptuous chick and just walking into the kitchen. And my mom having to have small talk with you, too. <laughs> yeah. Nothing would make me laugh harder, but he's like, I won't do it. He's oh. a gentleman. 
So women take note of that too. Doctor, <laughs> gentleman, mustache. How the big three? How long has he been divorced for? He's been divorced for I mean not that long. It's only been like a year and a half or something. I can't imagine how awful that would be. Yeah, they were together to go through a divorce. Twenty nine. Yeah, bro. Can you imagine? What happened? Can you talk about it or not? I don't really want to go into specifics because it's his story, not mine. But okay. uh, wow, that you know, just can, even if you didn't get along, you'd just be so used to that companionship for twenty nine years, I know, and then dude. all of a sudden you're. I think of like what a fresh start though. Like what a fun fresh start! Yes, I'm sorry, but he's still he's still a young, you good-looking guy. Yeah, I know. Whole life over. Women like uh, yeah. him. He can still he can still definitely tear it up. He's, Guys like to move on quickly too. I think women they'd say that widowers too will remarry within a year. He told me a really funny story about he was he's just moved to like a new cool building in Baltimore in like the middle of the city and it's like a luxury building so he's down in the gym at like five he, you know he's a doctor he wakes up really early so he's yeah. in the gym at like five thirty in the morning he gets in the elevator there's a hot young woman in there with her dog and uh, and he asked her what kind of dog it was and she said it's uh, it's actually a French bulldog and he's like does it speak French and she said no it speaks nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and he got really uncomfortable in the elevator. He just got right out. Oh, that's hilarious. I think that was like too much too quickly for him. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. It's like a weird come on. Yeah, yeah how is that? Like a... his is like a sweet one. Does it speak French? It's like you yeah. see like a generational gap maybe there. Yeah. You know? I could see my dog friends saying that, like my friends who have a bunch of dogs saying that because they talk about their dogs as if they're children. Uh-huh. So I could totally see my friends he being like. She speaks nasty She's though? What if the dog girl. just looked up and was like, come on my tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know how what? that they say. Sorry, Phil. Go ahead. No, no, no. You said you the, they say that people talk to their dogs like they want people talking to them, and it's true. I had this friend who was super, super promiscuous. Not a big deal. No judgment. But she used to always talk to her dog like this. She go, "Hey, hey, little slut, you little slut." I swear to God, she was constantly really? like, "Hey, little slut." Yeah, and I, you know, I talk about this. I used to have a lot of like eating hangups and be obsessed with like being skinny. And I always used to tell my, I always used to talk to my dog and be like, "Hey, you little skinny thing, Kate Moss. Hey, Kate Moss." <laughs> and then I read that article that fucking freaked me out. I was wow. like, "Whoa!" So it's very telling the way people like. How do you guys talk to your dogs? Uh, I do not have a dog, but did uh, you ever? Uh, no, no, I didn't have. A when dog. you pet a dog or see a dog on the street, what do you say to it? Are you like, say, "Hey, big guy, you're the best comedian <laughs> in the world. You're a good comedian as you are." Would you get out of my seat, you fucker? Get the fuck out of my well, seat. I love that. That's so funny that you called her a little slut. Yeah. Oh, you little slut! You little slut! You've been slutting around town. Yeah, you little slut. What if she just stopped though, and she was like, "But you're gonna get married someday." Yeah, <laughs> it's. You'll get it together. <laughs> yeah, I'll find that article. I got trash. I was sending the girl I'm seeing uh, videos of me just trash the ledge. She was she was enjoying them, but uh, we, Are you we sure. Yeah, yeah. She enjoyed, she told me she enjoyed them. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it, she it, loved it. Yeah, we ended up going home in an Uber, and kind of getting it, it got weird with the Uber. I had to sit in the front seat because I need to charge my phone. Mm-hmm. So the guy uh, immediately. He, That's weird, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little bit high maintenance. The only time I sit in the front seat is when I have four people in the back yeah. of the Uber. Okay, Anya, I guess, uh, I guess you're a better person. So you're like, hey, can I sit up with you, bro? Yeah, I gotta really. charge my phone. I know this is your job. Would you mind if he came on stage with you? 
Well, look, he. I'm in the front seat. He plays like three Clapton songs in a row. Love oh, so, this guy. So, yeah. so I say, I love Clapton. Cl- slow hands. They call them slow hands. I love Clapton. Did you know I that? His solo is really slow. Oh no, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, they a lot of f- us call him that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in there, and I mention, you know, isn't it crazy that Clapton stole George Harrison's wife? Yeah. And he said, "What are you talking about, man?" And I said, "Come on, everyone." He's knows. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I didn't expect that to go over that well. Yeah, well that was funny. It's, all, it's timing, was, and that, that might be his new, his, his new closer. So uh, he's, he said, "What are you talking about, man?" And I said, "Everyone knows this story. I'm not breaking any news stories. Everyone knows yeah. this story." And he goes, "No, he's like, he never stole no one's wife, man." And you could tell, like, really bothered him. I was oh. like, yeah. "What do you think he wrote Layla for?" That was a love song. She was Layla. That was who it was for. He totally and, did. And then George Harrison was cool with them. Like they still hung well, out. I think, still I'm, buddies. Sure, I'm sure that's what they say. I'm sure it took some time, right? Uh, I'm sure that did take some time. But did you see that HBO uh, George Harrison documentary? How they great were, was that? So good. But they were still buddies. That's what blew my mind about George Harrison. He was such a cool dude that he was like, ah, all right. Yeah, really? he really well, he probably cool had somebody else he was thinking about dating. Um, I think that's like being a rock star too, though, where you just kind of like, yeah, we kind of, you know. Yeah, I think it's that a, happens. I think they got into the mind frame where you could just have sex with anybody. Like, they, I think they were just getting laid so much that you just it would be there. Even if it was someone's girlfriend, you'd be like, well, I, no, but you don't understand. I want to have sex with her. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I, I, I think, think was, I think he's probably right. I think that was the vibe back then. No, let me make it clear. I want to have yeah, sex with your yeah, you wife. Understand. Well, George Harrison also <laughs> I, seemed like he George, seemed like I'm Mary Clapton. If you're gonna yeah. fuck a Beatles wife, uh-huh. it's, you got it's, you're lucky it's George Harrison. I feel like John Lennon would not have been as cool. Yeah, he'd it, stab you, know? you probably uh, in your sleep. Yeah, I think you know. So George Harrison was like really in a religion. He was really laid back. He was really big in gardening. Sweet. Was he? Yeah, he had that crazy garden that's at that what, mansion. Had, yeah, that's right. They had that in the yeah, thing. Yeah, right? yeah. He was such a beautiful guy i love him i was in new zealand once and i was eating sushi in this nondescript hotel lobby bar and literally right behind me touching my chair's back was george harrison are you serious yeah and we were the only two people like he was with his wife at the time and they were having sushi and i was having sushi with my boyfriend at the time this should have been your opener when we met how how do you wait this long to tell this it just wasn't that exciting that was it i just sat there paralyzed and like i can't believe it's him and i didn't say anything yeah and neither did my boyfriend we were just like two starstruck and then he just was very sweet to the staff and then he left that I can't. Can you imagine who would blow your mind more than being in a restaurant besides George Harrison? You know, it's a big one for me because I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah, my dad told this story at the wedding. Is my brother and I following Marv Albert, the Knicks announcer? We followed him into the men's room to pee next to him. <laughs> really? Yeah, because we were little kids and we were, we were like eight and twelve. Okay. And, and then we also chat up one of my favorites, Doc Rivers, who was one of my favorites. Yeah. And yeah. he's the la- he's a Clippers coach right now. Mm-hmm. And my brother is the funniest. How my brother's twelve years old, and he goes up to Doc and he's like, "We love what you're bringing to the station. We love what you're bringing to the booth, Doc." And he was like so shocked that a young kid would talk to him like that. That's and hilarious. he's like, "Why? Thank you. I really appreciate that." He was like really touched that my brother pulled him aside. That's so sweet. But uh, yeah, he so was that, great in Trainwreck. Did I ever Marv t- Albert in Trainwreck? Yeah. Oh my god, he was great. Yeah. Oh, that did was. Did I ever amazing. tell you about the time I met Ronnie Dangerfield? Yes. No, what? This is yeah. one of my favorite stories. Okay, so but I don't do a good Ronnie, so I will tell it, and then you do Rodney's yeah. dialogue. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll so, tell you. Yeah, okay. Oh so god. I was, I was like, I was young, like I was. You know when you think back to when you were a kid and you could just picture being like 
your head was like a foot and a half off the ground. Like I was so little. I was yeah. so little. And my parents took my sister and I to go to like some like fancy hotel in Toronto uh, for brunch. And it was like a big deal because it's like an hour drive and we're all like, you know, whatever. So we go to this hotel and I think it was like, I don't even know if it's still there, but it was on the harbor. It was like a nice hotel. Walk in and at the phone booth <laughs> is a man. You, I just remember, I can still visually picture a man in a brown, raggedy uh, house coat on a payphone in the lobby. And my dad spots him. My dad's really good at spotting celebrities he spots him he's like that's rodney dangerfield uh i i think i'd seen caddyshack by then so i kind of knew and my sister goes my sister goes over to get his autograph he turns around my sister asks him for his autograph and as he's signing it to pat you know my he's like what's your name he's like, patty as he's signing it i'm saying to my sister i want his autograph too but i'm trying to be polite but i'm like i want it i want it too he hears me and he's like he goes uh hey what's your name hey what's your name kid <laughs> and i'm like uh i'm like phil and then he's like, ah, Phil's a good guy. <laughs> you're, you're all right, Phil. Okay, you're all right. <laughs> and then he signed, really he signed it, and, then, and that was it. But it was so funny. What did he write on the signature? Uh, he just wrote, uh, I think he just wrote like Rodney Dangerfield and then Phil Han And then somewhere, my mom, it's got, like, I, I mean, I couldn't read at the time. I was so little. But it's somewhere in our house. I don't know. I, I don't have it. It sucks. Oh, my mom. I got Woody Allen's and I, I lost that. What? Oh, really? I know. How? You had to meet him around. We were time? just in a grocery store and he was in there taking a break from a movie. And uh, he just. Yeah. I, the, the grocery store was closed down. It was my mom. I knew who he was. Which I, grocery store? It was, I think it was on like it was on like 93rd and 3rd or something like that. It was somewhere or somewhere around the Upper East Side. Did you used to live up there? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was. I like that neighborhood, man. Yeah. I mean, it it was crazy to see him, and I I didn't know his movies back then, but I knew he was Woody Allen. He's so recognized. He's such an icon. Yeah. That I remember telling my mom I want his autograph, and we and we and I went up to him and I said, "Can I have your autograph?" And he's like, "He's like, all right, all right, sure." <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, yeah. He gave me his autograph. And, was uh, he friendly? He was. Ner he was nervous. I remember. Oh, okay. But I was nervous because I I knew he was famous, and uh, and it's crazy. Years later, I'm. A huge fan of his. So. The crazy thing with Rodney was, I walked away. You know when you have an, when you know when you're nervous about an interaction, and you have an interaction and it's really positive, and you have that like, wow, that was really good. That was amazing. I walked away with that feeling because he was so just friendly. But it's so weird. Why was he in uh, the lobby? <laughs> like it's just so weird. Like I remember, it's just weird. Why would you be in the lobby? Rodney using a payphone. Like, he had to make a call. <laughs> I know, but you would just use the phone in your room. Rodney, the, have you heard, Robert Schimmel will tell the best Rodney Dangerfield stories. They're just like the funniest stories where he'll just be, he was just pissing on the street once and he, he would just have the limo pull over. He'd be drunk. He'd be like, pull over there. I'm going to take a piss, all right? <laughs> so he'd just start taking a piss on the street and a cop walked over. He's like, all right, you're coming with me. He's like, he's like, who are you? He's like, tell me your name. He said, I'm Rodney Dangerfield. And the, and the cop's like, yeah, right. You're not Rodney Dangerfield. So he takes out his ID and it says Jack Roy. It's his old. Yeah. He doesn't have Rodney Dangerfield on his ID. It's his changed name. So right. he's like, I knew it. You weren't really Rodney Dangerfield. So they take him in. You know? Really? Yeah. Craziness. Man, how I, did you meet Diane? Sorry, Phil, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say that if, if there was one comic that I didn't, I, I didn't get to see Rodney, I would have loved. Dude. I wish I could have seen him. Yeah, more. I don't know if there's anyone who, I mean, I guess maybe prior. Yeah. But for me. Carlin. Carl, I did, but just uh, it, for people, uh, comics, I guess, that are like joke tellers, like short, no, like Rodney was just so good. 
He was such a funny human being. I was we, at my brother's bachelor party. We're all hung over and we're just hanging in the uh, in the house in Atlantic City we rented and uh, back to school's on. And we just all sat and watched back to school. I mean, Ron, this, the opening scene where his wife is terrible and, and she's leaving him and she's like, oh, Thornton, you have no taste. He's like, you're right. I married you, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> just so many good one-liners in that yeah. movie. It's such a funny movie. Did he yeah. write all his own jokes? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I during know. that time, wasn't everybody kind of helping? Yeah, people would write jokes. But I, I remember reading an interview with him when he was like, because he did stand up, then he stopped. He sold like aluminum siding. Right. Oh, and yeah. then he came back and changed his name to Rodney Dangerfield. But he was touring, and I remember reading a thing in an interview with him, and he was saying how he just gets on the plane, and he immediately puts his set on from the night before. And he's like, just, you know, sometimes he'll just wake up, and it'll be like the end of it, you know, be like listening to the last jokes or whatever. So I think that he did he really... Tight, like you know worked hard to like tighten up his shit and yeah uh, i mean i think back then if like every once in a while a joke would snip in like maybe a henny youngman joke would fall on his act somewhere but at the same time most of them he probably wrote but there is that legendary story that he had to the rodney dangerfield uh contest write your best rodney dangerfield joke oh really and, and he'd pay like a thousand dollars to the winner and then he would just like keep the best jokes. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. But apparently he was really cool to young comics. Like I guess he really helped Jim Carrey out. And Oh, yeah. I, I heard Kinnison, he, had a, he had a reputation Roseanne. for doing that. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. What, just taking him on the road? And just, yeah, like giving him advice and helping them out. We had that young comedian special where he'd put on. And you look at the lineups now and they're insane. It's like Jerry Seinfeld, Roseanne Barr. Sam Kinison, wow. Robert Townsend. I mean, these lineups were stacked. Yep. Then the other one was like Andrew Dice Clay, Bill Hicks, Carol Leifer, all these people that really went on to do, you know, a lot of big things. Dom Herrera, Barry Sobel was on oh it. My God. You know? Oh, Barry was on it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would love to. I always get, when I meet a comic. Uh, Schimmel. Schimmel was also on it. I it was asked, a great comic. I always try to get Hedberg stories. When I work with someone who's like older or who knew Hedberg or whatever, I love Mitch Hedberg stories. But uh, do the, then older people, I would love to hear Rodney Dangerfield stories. Yeah, yeah, you seem like a child of Hedberg and Dangerfield, like from that school. Yeah, I, I mean, really I, funny. Yeah, really I tight one-liners. I love those guys. I, I played a club. I played the. Have you played the Albany Comedy Works? Yeah, he Rodney had played there. His, it's the only club I've ever played, I think, where Rodney's headshot was they on the wall. They have a lot of, yeah, that's right. They have a lot of comic headshots. Yeah. On the wall. So Rodney was it's there. I was like, oh, wow, man. Didn't you just Instagram that, Phil, or something? Uh, I think I took a picture. I don't think I Instagrammed it. I should have. One of you is going to be there this Hicks. weekend, right? Or I'm was there, just there? I'm there coming up. We have a schedule oh, issue. Yeah. Uh, Bill Hicks. I had a Bill, there was a Bill Hicks shot at the club I was at over the weekend uh, in Columbia, Missouri, and he looks like he's fifteen in the shot. It's hilarious. He looks like wow. John, he looks like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I'll I'll post a picture on online. It's really? Great. It's I mean it's insane. How did you meet Diane Weist again? I uh, we used to play in a park with my mom. She would take me to a park when I was a little kid, and Diane and you saw her recently, didn't you? I thought I did at, at Fairway Market. You might have not been her. I'm not positive. Diane Weist. Uh, I love her though. She yeah, I love her. Right. She's so yeah. good. Yeah. Her and her sisters and Bullets Over Broadway. That she gives one of the best comedic performances. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, that. yeah. I was rewatching that recently, and Jennifer Tilly just going up to people, going "Charm, charm." Yeah, <laughs> yes. she's trying to act sophisticated. Charm, charm. <laughs> yeah. Nice to meet you. Um, yeah, that I, I also I love so many scenes in that movie where she's saying, "Don't speak." Yeah, don't speak. my sister always don't does speak. that. My yeah. sister always does that. Don't as a speak. joke. Yeah, that movie's great. So she knew you as a kid. 
she didn't know me. Uh, I mean, we my mom would talk to her every now and then because I'd play with her daughter in the park. Oh, okay. But I, I mean, yeah, she's another person. It's like you don't realize how good you have it, and then you grow up and you're like, oh, she's one of the coolest ever. Yeah. She's awesome. I yeah. always want to talk to those, like the children of those celebrities and be like, how was it like growing up with a mom who was an actress? Are this they narcissists? Is, are they not? Well, she recently they, came out and said like she couldn't, she like couldn't afford New York. Which you're like, that's insane that uh, wow. someone with her body. But then you're like, well, how much is that person working? How much of it stage? You know, it's yeah, it's expensive here. She also, uh, I saw she's in the trailer for the new Tina Fey Amy Poehler comedy. So oh, me, cool! That made me happy. I'm like, all right, she's th- those people should be taking care of stars like that. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Because because yeah. because look, <clears throat> someone like Diane Weiss, she paved the way. Great actress. Oscar winner, right? Didn't she yeah. win for Hannah and Her Sisters? I think she might have, yeah. I seem to remember YouTube clips of that speech. Wonderful movie. Can you imagine speech. winning an Oscar and not being able to afford to live in New York? So many I people know. I know. win an Oscar and that's like the end of their career. You never see them oh, again. Oh, really? Or hear I, love, of them again. I love that scene in Hannah and Her Sisters. Same with the Grammys, like Best New Artist, it seems like. who? Where did those people go? Like Esmeralda, what's her name, from Portland, Oregon? I think she lives here now in New York and she certainly still has a great career, but do you know her? Who, Merelda? I don't know. Who Esmeralda? She is. No, I don't know. Something like that. She won like Best New Jazz Artist or something. Won a Grammy a couple oh, years really? ago. It was a big deal in Portland because that's where she was living. But who, you guys don't know her? No, She's know a great her. jazz artist. She's hot. Oh, really? She's yeah. attractive? Oh, my gosh. Seeing anybody? Insane. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever, uh, that scene in Hand and Her Sisters where Michael Caine is, he sees Barbara Hershey, he's like in love with, you know, he's yes. in love with his his wife's sister and he runs to get her down and he takes her to the first off he takes her to like a bookstore in Tribeca which doesn't exist anymore probably you know? uh, for some reason so, I always thought that was like the Upper East Side or something no it was in I, always, it was either Tribeca or Soho I don't remember oh that's right because he lives in a weird down, neighborhood he lived downtown right yeah, yeah and, and he takes her and they go in and he and of course he plans this whole thing out and he's, he's like this E.E. Cummings, this poem made me think of you. Yeah. And it's just the most awkward thing. The rain has such small hands. Yes, Anya Marina for $500. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I know. That e. This E.E. Cummings poem made me think of you. By the way, I was just at the New Whitney, which is an incredible structure for any architecture fans. It's gorgeous, and it's in the Meatpacking District. And if you come to New York, you have to go to the New Whitney. It's insane. They have Basquiat and all this great art. But... E.E. E. Cummings has this amazing painting. I didn't know he painted. It's a huge piece wow. hanging in the window. E.E. E. Cummings. And all I could think of was fucking Hannah and her sisters. I love it. And that poem. I love it. But yeah, I, he gets her into bed with that poem, doesn't he? She keeps thinking about that. Yeah, and then he awkwardly tries to kiss her. And oh, yeah. while her, while Max Von sit up, we got to get Dave Jusko on this podcast. He just the Mike, best Michael Caine po- impression you've ever heard. He'll have you floored oh, yeah, with it. I think really? He'll have that. you floored with it. Yeah, and he does Max it. Von Sydow, too, from Hannah and Her Sisters. He's like, I'm too smart for you. <laughs> 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 Wait, love- like, Can you imagine the mind that would watch professional wrestling? <laughs> I love where she's. They're going home in a cab, and Carrie Fisher's stolen Diane Weiss's object of interest. Sam Watterson. Because they're all on coke, and they're catering this party, and Diane Weiss is like completely out of her mind on coke, and um, she's like tripping balls in the back of this guy's car, and her f- se- sister, I guess, or is it her sister? It's her friend. Carrie Fisher. That's right. Yeah. She's like, well, I'll, which way are you going? I'm on the Upper West Side, yeah. and then she's like, just you know, this hot guy is like, he was talking to Diane. 
And then he's like, well, I'll just take her home first to Diane Weiss. And he's like, and then I'll drop you off last. And Diane's like, fuck this. Like in the back. It's so high school that moment, isn't it? It doesn't feel like a moment adults should be in. No, but I know that moment. Yeah, You know that like it's the end of the night and there's like an extra person. Sure. I'm like, Phil lives on the way. So let's drop (laughs) Phil off right here. There's like uh, some like crazy chess game going down where you're trying to be cool, but you're trying to like, (laughs) you could just walk. Uh, Yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's uh, and he's like an architect and he's explaining all these works to them. They're just like, and then he take his game is taking women to the opera, which I love. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, uh, that was a that's a great movie. Oh, to get back to get back to the Uber really quickly of the Eric Clapton thing, we didn't speak the whole entire thing. Oh, we, yeah. I get home. Here's how drunk I am. I'm texting Anya too. I'm texting her. We're just oh, talking about stuff. So and I, at one point, I looked at the text the next day, and I, the last text I wrote was, "I'm fuck, I'm wasted." <laughs> and then I just speaking I'm, of high school, <laughs> I'm sitting on the toilet. I just start puking into the garbage can. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no! And my roommate from you the other room starts. Have a problem, Anya? God. <laughs> What were you drinking? Uh, well, the last thing I drank was a vanilla Nesquik on the way home that my bodega charged three seventy five for. You're insane. How the fuck do you sleep at night, bodega? By me, three seventy five. I go to Dwayne Reed the next day. Guess what it costs? One fifty nine. Oh, you vomited one and then you had to replay one of the and then I got and then I got a chocolate one the next morning. What? I you like chocolate are milk the next morning. For punishment. I like chocolate milk when I'm hungover. Oh, okay. it's, it's it's nice. It's, He's really uh, growing sweet. up, Phil. Yeah. My <laughs> So. So you got molested by your Uber driver, got into an argument about Eric Clapton, threw up and shit at the same time. How are you dating someone? I like that he, I like that if, Anya, that was, if you're listening, honey, don't pay attention. I like the, I like the idea that that time, of course he probably was like, he's like, don't say that crap about Clapton, man. He just kicks me out of the moving car. I'm insulted because you were sending me all these texts about how great my music is. And you're like, I love your record. <laughs> well, it's so good. I've been talking. And then the next text is like, music, I, I was wasted last night no, and threw up. I'm a pretty real drunk. I mean, I, I pretty much keep it real when I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I keep it real. Yeah, real loud. <laughs> well, I know. Is I, the reason yeah. I was, really loud. The reason yeah. I was so up on your music is because my one of my brother's best friends who gave a, another wonderful speech, Eric Herman, who might listen to this, uh, Eric as a music manager and he loves your music so we were talking about your music yeah i like his artists he's got awesome artists saul williams is great he reps some awesome people bedouin sound clash they're amazing yeah he he really knows they're canadian aren't they are they i thought they were from stop taking credit for our music phil i think i think they are canadian are they amazing i think they were we used to play them on the radio in san diego i like rush i remember <laughs> okay. it's, it's changing the subject. <laughs> well, this anyway. This guy he had me up on your music because we were just talking about too. it. And he's uh, also Eric's the most supportive. He's definitely he'll be at my show October thirteenth, which uh, you will be performing our on show. Too. Yeah, it's my album release party, <laughs> Phil. Stop it. Are we already at the pl- plugs? No, no, not yet. God, we still have no. to get to dating questions. But wait, have you finished with your your sickness story? No, I just was I puked and uh, I. I uh, my roommate's roommate gonna be pissed at me. I puked in the in her new trash bin, so we had to throw it out. Obviously, I haven't had that talk with her yet. Uh, what was it? Is it like wicker? That talk. <laughs> no. How's was, that uh, talk gonna go? Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, uh, you've got to switch to go. Chrome. Yeah. Here's how that talk's gonna go. Uh, remember the times I took care of you when you were hungover? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. Uh, I'm a, I'm really thoughtful when people are hungover. I go out, I get them an egg and cheese, maybe a vitamin water, maybe a Gatorade, whatever the fuck just they're feeling. Just buy a new exact same yeah. trash can. 
Yeah. First off, Anya, why don't you stop telling me how to live my life? Sammy, what were you drinking to make yourself sick? Well, I mean, I was smashed on scotch at Vitor's thing with you. and then Oh, Saturday, that was Friday? No, no, this Saturday. And oh. then I just kept going. I, I guess I was mostly drinking vodka that night. Okay. I, you, know, you, you don't you eat. You need I, ate to... it, I ate so much. Well, what, are, what is making you sick? What's making me sick? The, all the alcohol the I drank. The volume of the alcohol? Yes. Are you sure it wasn't a sweet drink? You said something sweet. Or was that just the coffee? I had a couple cocktails last night. Yeah, bro. Phil yeah. never throws up. I no. guarantee oh, okay. you. No, you had two Glenfiddichs on the rocks and you made I mean, your way about... I did. Yeah, I had a Glenfiddich at the cellar. Then I had a Glenfiddich. I did a show in Brooklyn and had a Glenfiddich. But uh, if you drink straight... If you about to go on... If you drink, it, if you drink two scotches quickly you do feel something oh totally yeah i had breaking news <laughs> i had two scotches before my conan really yeah are you serious yeah i uh that was a great great set though well you know what i it's weird i was talking to you the, had two really i was talking to the lovely woman i'm saying and she uh and she was like you should have get a drink. it you're yeah. in love Wait, yeah you. <laughs> i can't believe no, you had sorry. two the scotch on the rocks she told yeah. you to do it well yeah, she tried to give me some heroin. I was like, let's just wait till after the show. And uh, You should do heroin. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. No, we uh so we were drinking uh yeah, I had I had they had great stuff at Conan. They had well I had Templeton Rye, which uh -huh. is great. I love that. Yeah. And I they had some I had some Johnny Walker Green label, which was really good. Oh, okay. And then they had another bottle they brought in. Yeah. It's whatever. They're not sponsoring the podcast, so you don't Well, have to they should. Ben <laughs> Fiddick would be a great sponsor, man. <laughs> Reach out to him. Yeah. Any any you guys cool didn't liquor. Respond. I like bullet rye. I drink a lot of bullet rye, so if bullet can get on this. Uh, uh yeah, I don't I, I try to do I'll have rye because sometimes yeah, I don't I'm a scotch. But anyway, get it. You're Sammy, on the wagon. So you had two two drinks. See, I feel like uh and before at midnight, I never I drank I never drank before uh I performed like ever up until like um maybe like three weeks ago or a month ago. But um Lose I feel your like inhibitions, you get, man. No, it's fun. You get you know it's like you know when you're on a date and it's like not I know you don't drink anymore. Yeah, but, no, I know what you mean. But when you're on a date, yeah. you're like, oh, this is really boring. And then you have like a each person has like a drink and you're like, oh, this is all right. You know, like yeah, it gets yeah. better. This person's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> or you're talking to family and you're like, give me the whole bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, a couple of cocktails where you're talking to family. But uh, I, I wouldn't. I, I might be. I'm looser. I've been looser after having a couple of drinks. But I wouldn't want to do that on TV because I do mix work. Like I'm not as as. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Lisa Traeger, friend of the podcast, was on At Midnight with me when she was on, and she brought a bottle of Jack with her. <laughs> she at does midnight. not fuck around. So she was giving me a couple drinks before the At Midnight, too. We all had a good time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. That's my Lisa Traeger. Yeah, I mean, of course. Like, I have a bottle of scotch. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, working on, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. good. Yeah, my mom will, every time my mom has one drink, um, I can tell when it hits her bloodstream because that's where all of a sudden she goes, I love my girls. I love the world. I love this weather. Life is wonderful. And then like 15 Life minutes Life is a cabaret. <laughs> yeah. She just goes into that zone. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she just got the buzz. And then one drink later or like 20 minutes later, that's when she's like, do you think you are happy though, truly? Because I feel we've <laughs> oh, failed you. Oh, that turn is lethal. Mm, yeah. Shana Tova. Thank you. 
My mom actually. That's from both of us. <laughs> my mom actually, yeah, she's like a tiny woman too. She's like petite, and she, she'll like. What do you mean too? Is that a compliment? Yeah, you're yeah, very, you're, you're yeah, a small you're, woman. You're, thank you. Thank you. Just wanted to milk that. My mom, uh, especially standing next to me. <laughs> <laughs> if you call yourself the big guy, so help me God. I don't call myself the big guy. People call me the big guy. I'd <laughs> like to see one. No one People. calls it. I've had it, bro. I have had yes, it. Yes, I have had yes, it. Still yes, calling himself yes, the big guy. Yes. I've had it. People call me. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, my mom, when she says she's drunk, she just, uh, she'll just, she'll have like one small, have like half a glass of white wine. She'll be like, I'm drunk. <laughs> I want to meet her. Can we call her? By the way, you guys never responded to my analfisting.org text. I don't know why. It was a fun I joke. I thought it was hilarious. I oh, liked thank it. You. I thought it was really funny. I do that when I'm bored. I will like group text. You fist yourself anally? I just um, text a friend, <laughs> like usually a conservative friend, and I'll just text like analfisting.org. Is that then, really a site? And then you oh, go, Sam, is that really a week a a minute later than I write? Oops, not for you. (laughs) It's funny. It's funny, but you guys were the only ones that got in a couple. I liked it. I thought it was fun. Tom McCaffrey used to do something that made me laugh really hard. He'd be doing a show and he'd be like, "All right, time to clean it up." So I was fisting a midget the other day. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a tell. Okay, we had so many letters and stuff, but it looks like our guest might be here for our next podcast next week. Do you guys want to get to like a dating question? Let's get a date. Let's do one dating question. Can I question. run through a couple things? There's some more Well, we can save some things. for the next episode too, right? Yeah, we absolutely can. Because we had a lot to catch up on this week. Yeah. Well, you guys, are, we're talking so much about comedy. Can we do a quick tomid- comedy tourism question? Tourism? It's very brief. Oh, sure. I read that. Yeah, this guy, he was really nice. Thanks, Todd, for listening. He said, I look forward to your podcast every Friday morning Thank on my you. way to work. <laughs> uh, by the way, you can email weknownothingpod at gmail.com. And also, yeah, leave some ratings on our iTunes, please, you know. And this. subscribe. That means a lot to us. Free to me, free, motherfucker. He says, I-, I-, I like going to stand-up shows in my hometown of Nashville, but the New York scene sounds awesome. Uh, I'd like to come up for a long weekend, and he just wants some recommendations for which clubs to go to. He, I don't want to put you guys on the spot for saying X Club is better than Y Club, so let's say it's really about where can an out-of-towner see a wide variety of comedy. In New York? Yeah. Come to the cellar. Yeah, come to the come to the comedy cellar. Okay, great. So comedy cellar. If you're going to be here for the weekend, do it. Of Look. course, Stand Up New York, who is hosting us right now. Stand Up New York Live. They haven't hosted me and Phil on stage Yeah, they haven't. Yeah, not so, if it's yeah. coming on a weekend. Uh, yeah. Why not? I don't know. You have to ask the booking people at uh, Stand Up New if York. If you want to see us on a weekend, then I would come to the, the Comedy, Comedy Cellar. Cellar. Okay, great. But look at the schedule. I would do a couple shows. You could do like a late show. You could do, you know, and plus it's in the na- like the neighborhood. I brought my friend, a dude that I started out with was in town uh, um, this uh, this week. Anyways, I brought him to the Cellar. And even just being in the neighborhood is so great, especially yeah. on the weekend. It. They also have a sister club, the Village Underground, which is right around the corner, and then their uh, dates are listed online. You can go to the stand. It's always fun to like pop in there. They have great food. It's another club that doesn't book me, so let's slow your roll here, Anya. Let's... Gotham Comedy Club. I'm not biased uh, or sponsored by any club, so I can actually speak why would objectively. You, okay. but, uh, why would you what? Um, Am I bad? No, no, you're good. Where would you say to go, Sam? <laughs> I feel like I said it already, Phil. Yeah. So just the comedy seller. No, not it? just the comedy. Not just look at the lineups. Yeah, look Phil at and the, I are on the show. Go yeah, see that show. See oh, he was asking who you guys where he should go to see a wide variety of comedy. Well, you could get you could go. Yeah, you could come to me the and cellar. Phil. That's yeah. a wide variety. Yeah, okay, it is. good. Here's a relationship question. <laughs> you guys hate me. 
<laughs> um, why do you guys hate Anya so much? Why is that a real question? <laughs> no, because I had, I had some good answers. Yeah, do we I have can time? tell you why. She's <laughs> always <laughs> running her mouth. <laughs> She's always going down. Uh, going Russian. down. Getting down is what I thought. Getting down. Uh, there's I a love good that, dating question I want to say. Sometimes I forget you're part Russian, and I really like that about you because I don't have any other Russian friends. Oh, I'm part you. Russian Lisa. too, you fucking asshole. Are you really? Yes. Really? Yes. Russian Polish juice, huh? Uh, okay. I'm Polish too. Yeah, I know, uh, Anya. Okay, are you offended I've, by this term, uh, bad I've, Jew? The term bad Jew? Yeah, because I said that to a friend once, and she listens too to the podcast. Uh-huh. And uh, so it, it, it I love really her very depends much. Who's saying but that. I remember, I don't know if I offended her, but she kind of schooled me on it where David I was like. David Duke. <laughs> I said, I I don't Kim know. Davis. I'm I'm not an observant Jew, so I said I was a bad Jew. Are and you she, Jewish? Yeah, I'm a Russian Jew. Oh, but I don't uh, practice. That's probably a sign you're not a religious Jew. <laughs> you're, like, yeah. you're Jewish. <laughs> Ethnically Jewish. Ethnically. Yeah. You you're a cultural Jew, I would say. Yeah, you yeah. Can, you're like a New York Jew to me. That's the only religion you can claim without practicing, like through blood. Yeah, there really aren't that many cultural Muslims, right. are there? I don't know if Maybe it passes through the mother's line. I'm Canadian. I'm from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he fixing his hair in the back? He's got a beehive. Because we're on. We're just doing, we're we're just doing this. We're, <laughs> we're on. Uh, ooh. This has been a lot of fun. I don't know if you guys have been entertained, but I laughed a lot yeah. during what, this podcast. Uh, okay, so yeah, bad Jew. I mean, let's talk about context maybe. I, if you say, I've been a bad Jew lately. No, I, I said... Um, she said, are you celebrating Rosh Hashanah? I said, no, I'm a bad Jew. Meaning, I am Jew through my mother's line. I am a Jew, uh-huh. technically. Yeah. But I do not celebrate. I, I am not an observant Jew, there, and which I feel badly about. Therefore, I am a quote-unquote bad Jew, said playfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think your friend sounds like a piece of shit. No, I mean, she's honestly, not. I've a piece had of it with her. I just, I'm kidding. Not. I'm obviously kidding. No, I, I've, I've said the term bad Jew also. I've been a bad Jew. I think. Uh, I wouldn't know how to argue her deal. case. I tried to ask her about it the other day, but I think what it is. What's is your problem? That, it, it, that it's like a very Western Catholic kind of way of looking at the world. Like, oh, I'm bad. Just uh-huh. like, like, oh my God, this sinful chocolate cake. Like she was saying, you're I just a Jew. I always call or my dog not. a naughty Jew. <laughs> <laughs> call back city um, I've been a bad say I've been a bad bad girl sometimes <laughs> <laughs> after a few too many wines or some Fiona Apple you know <laughs> why no but Anya why is she point. why was she offended is she Jewish I don't think she was offended so much as like that's so annoying when people say that like you're just a Jew or you're not a Jew like you don't have to be like oh I'm a bad Catholic I get yeah. her point like oh so she wasn't offended she was kind of just more kind just of just annoyed irked. with the term it sounds yeah. like she's trying to pick a fight <laughs> Maybe she's I think having you need a bad to day. Clean out these friends, Anya. These <laughs> toxic people no are way, tearing you no apart. Way. She knows good froyo. She's got great taste in cookies and coffee. Who's this friend? And Nikki I love Glazer? her. I love her very much. Is I'm it Nikki Glazer? No, it's not Nikki. Is, I demand to know. It's Nikki. I <laughs> knew it was Nikki. Anybody? Great taste in froyo. <laughs> Show yourself. Is she seeing anybody? Uh, I think she's. Uh... Look at that little guy. Oh my God. He whipped his penis I out again. <laughs> Who is this kid? That's he my just, nephew. He's so cute. He has long hair and he's yeah, a skater. He has really long he's hair. He's a babe. Yeah. He's oh a handsome my man. God. A babe, Anya? I'm sorry. Someone's but, a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's end the podcast here. <laughs> this is That's been whenever a Anya throws buzzwords at me, I like to throw them right back. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. so cute. The pedophile's a buzzword. Are you going to see him again? Uh, and will I see my nephew again? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope Anya, so. I, <laughs> Also, are you going to see him again? 
I'll see you next time I go home. Can we get to other other emails that are better? I thought we'd do a relationship one. Yeah, there is a really good one. We got like three minutes. But I feel like our next guest is here, and this is like we can really come in. Take a bite into it. Is he here? I have. He's not here. Okay, how long would you hang in there? This is from Jules. How long would you hang in there with someone? Who is offensive or says things you find offensive? Do you guys care if you're dating someone? Like, how long would you date someone who says offensive shit? Like, let's say you were dating a gal Uh who was kind of racist, who was like, ugh, let's not go to Little Italy because, you know, that's just going to be a lot of yelling and a lot of eating and a lot of. I would say the Italians are hardworking people who have helped shape this city. Like, that Uber driver you had the other day, the Eric Clapton guy. Oh, you better not like Clapton, man. Um, you better respect Clapton. Racist? Yeah, I don't think you can be with someone who's racist. Yeah, of course not. How would you? I Even don't think you, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> could, Even you? Could I be with someone who's racist? Uh, or let runs no, their mouth. You know, they say opposites attract, so Phil probably. <laughs> no. Somebody I couldn't, who's no, not I couldn't, super PC. I, what's that? Someone who's not There's a difference PC. between being, being politically incorrect and racist, though. So. Yeah. Oh, interesting. What is that difference? Uh, well, some people, uh, yeah, I don't, no, I couldn't, if the, if this, I couldn't be with someone who I have a fundamental difference with. What if you dated a girl who was like, oh my God, this is so gay. This weather is so gay. This is so gay. And was I'd be like, this like, weather <laughs> is cold, not gay. Learn English. Would you really? You don't know how to I don't speak. think you would. I don't this think I think so gay. I'd be like I would probably I probably wouldn't pick a fight with her, but I'd probably just start to question. I think I I would I'd start I, by making fun. I would be like you oh, got the, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah what are you, you doing? Yeah, I would I would just uh yeah, I would start by so let's uh, broaden your vocabulary. Instead of gay, <laughs> let's try cold. <laughs> yeah. Hot yeah. or muggy. Maggie. Wait, what if she <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We got to end the podcast. No, I, she was, always does this. Yeah, mom. no, we ended big. We ended mom, big. Mom. We got to end big man, now. I mean, man, that, was man. A, that was a big joke. It was a good joke. Wasn't it? Uh, go big or go home. Morel really doesn't want to end there, Mm-mm. Hanley. Let's stretch it. Let's out. let him. Let's let him tap you. Come on, Sam. Top that. Shit. I think. I think. Top I kind of look. I'm top the Chris Paul shit. to his Blake top Griffin. I threw the ball up. Shit. He caught it and he dunked it. Oh, you need a great point guard to win a championship. So yeah. I'm so right it's on a, with all those things you said about that sport. Yeah. Same. Uh, here's the thing. You but dice. No, I, if you have a fundamental difference with someone when and it's that big, then yeah, it's embarrassing. It does get embarrassing, especially you know? because yeah. anything. If you notice it at the beginning of a relationship and you're still, there's still that, like, it's exciting and you're just, you know what I mean? Everything's great. And there's still, but there's like, oh, but there's a little thing. Six months from now, it's going to drive you bonkers. I know. You don't, things don't get better. Like, little quirks like that do not get better. When you say? And also, yeah, and then by that time, like, it's going to, you're going to use it in the fight. You're going to be like, she's going to be like, you cheated on me. You're like, well, you're racist. Yeah, so, you're yeah. small-minded, or you need yeah, your you're vocabulary you're is ignorant. from 2005. <laughs> yeah. I gotta admit, I did do that. I was um, recording my record last year, and I I told the producer, I was like, "Is that cool? That guitar thing I just did?" Or I don't even think it was that. I said, "What do you think? What do you think of that that part? Is that gay?" And he was like, I don't use gay in the pejorative sense. And I was like, come on. Oh, pejorative. Come on. And then, and you then, just got burned. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and then you got it, pejorative. it made me think, though. I mean, it's not like I say that a lot, but it no. did kind of make me, first of all, it bummed me out. I was like, I can't speak freely. Well, you don't do that, but you don't, 
you know where you stand. Yeah, I and didn't mean it like in a hateful judged. way no. at all. And it's it was kind of fun to say, but then I was like, you know what? That's fine. I can stop saying that. You know what's? Uh, I actually had a, a call for a show. But it was a super we, gay guitar part. <laughs> <laughs> we had a call and we were talking about this show and the guy was really cool. We had a good talk, but he made a really bad joke. Mm-hmm. And my manager's on the line with me. It's this guy. And he said, oh, he was doing this joke about, uh, he made this joke about Mexicans. And I just kind of let him stew in it for a second. And then I go, yeah, that's not funny. Uh, but if Donald Trump needs a speechwriter, we could see. <laughs> and he and my manager loses at laughing. And my manager called me afterwards. And I was like, was I too mean to him? And my manager said, I was scared you were going to be meaner. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you let him hang for it. Like, I thought it was going to be way worse. So he's like, thank God for that. You threw him a bone with that nice little soft yeah. joke at the end. Yeah. Good job, Sammy. And in big. I feel like really ending bigger than the Hanley joke. Yeah, so I think now's a good yeah. time. I buried you dying <laughs> of laughter. You've been buried, dog. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. You just got so buried much. alive like Uma Thurman and Kill Bill, bro. Thank you guys so much for listening. We did get an email earlier from uh, one of you concerned sweet listeners that listens with well, her we'll husband. Do the, we'll do the next one then. No, but she says, Should I really download it? You I heard you say that it means more to you guys. When we download the podcast, not just stream it. And you know what? On certain apps, it doesn't matter. But if you do the iTunes podcast app, it does matter. So the most important thing, though, is subscribing to We Know Nothing and rating it. So if and you leaving a nice that, review as well would be also nice. We would nice. love that. And like we maybe love say emails. something like Anya, you're lovely. <laughs> Sam, you're terrific. Phil, you're not really the big guy. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> do not miss Sam Morell, September 24th through 26th at Comedy Works in Albany, yeah, New York. There's some scheduling issues with that. So let's look at the calendar, but we'll see what happens. You can follow Sam at Sam Morell, M O R R I L. Uh, also see him October 1st through 3rd at Laughs in Kirkland, Washington, or sometimes he's on Red Eye on Fox late at night. The big one is October 13th at the Village Underground. Uh, Phil Hanley will be on that show. I'm going to host it. It's going to be a bunch of my pals. For your, for your CD release party, baby. Can I? And even if you can't make, even if you can't make uh, the show at the Village Underground, you're all invited to the Fat Black Pussycat. Half off drinks all night. Phil Hanley. Can I? I'm so bad. I don't. I, you Let's can look village. at my web site for I'll be on Sammy's show and you can look at my website yes. for dates let me put this out there though there was someone from said something about a show in Nashville we should at some point do a live uh, we, we know nothing, nothing. Yeah. we would love to do that you tweet us if you want songs. that I yeah. could do some stand up I would absolutely love to do that wow he really didn't want to include me in it that oh. was pretty fucked <laughs> up so follow at Phil M, as in Marie Antoinette Hanley, <laughs> on Twitter or on Instagram. Take that, Chicken London, who said we can't call him a woman. Please check out my tour dates. I'll be opening for Joshua Radin uh, October through November, uh, October 26th and 27th here in New York City. You can get all those tour dates at AnyaMarina.com. I'll be in New York September 29th at the Why Not Jazz Room. So if you're in town, please come to that show. It's really fun in the West Village. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. And Phil has one more thing. I'll do I'll say it the next. And we, we uh, love also, you. Also, all the last thing is, we, you, I'll let you know when you can start uh, pre-recording no. my CD, which comes out October 23rd, where you can pre-order me. it. I hope you all support me and stop cutting me off on you. <laughs> let me do, okay, so I'm going to give a shout out. I met a guy uh, in uh, Finally, now we know his. Oh, I sorry. met a guy. <laughs> I met a guy in uh, Minneapolis. I believe his name was Paul. He was on a first date. He, he drove like... 90 miles with his um, 
lady friend to come see uh, me at Acme, and he's a big uh, We Know Nothing fan. We had we had a few. I actually got stopped in the street recently, right in this area. Someone said they love the podcast. I know the stand the other night. Someone said they love. Sorry, we really appreciate all the kind things you're saying. We're doing our best to bring you a good product, and we're gonna keep on trucking, man. See, sounds nice. Yeah, it sounds really nice. We love you guys, and we know nothing. Bye. Bye. Bye.